Ready and racing. Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the Dogcast brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, uh, Tim Edwards. I'm back in the chair today and I'm here with Sean Matheson, Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager. Sean, great to have you with me again. Yeah, great to be here on the show and great to have you back, Tim. We certainly had some guest hosts with us with Lachlan Stace and uh, Todd Gray doing great work, but it's great to have you back in the in the hot seat and running the ship. Looking forward to it. We've got a big show coming up. We're coming to the end of the year, of course. It's been a big year for the Dogcast, but we're going to review the week that was in SA Greyhound Racing. Of course, we had the Brian Johnston final last Thursday night. What a ripping final it was, too. We'll also preview the Doug Payne final running this Thursday night. And we've got an interview with Bill Wadarczyk coming up as well, who, of course, uh, bred and part-owned Seneki and, of course, has Alfieri in the feature race on Thursday night. That's all coming up on this week's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Yes, The Week in Review is brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co., proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our GAP SA Greyhounds for the duration of their foster care and the first week of their adoption. And they are based right here in South Australia. If you want to know more about them, jump on their website. It is freshpetfoodco.com.au. Fresh Pet Food Co., all one word, .com.au. Jump on board, check out what they've got to offer. But uh, we're great to have them on part of our show, Sean, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, any new sponsors, and they're doing a great job for us. So great for them to be a part of the Dogcast. Yep, definitely so. Fresh Pet Food Co. All right, let's look back at the week that was. We go back to the Brian Johnston final last Thursday night. It was a great race, uh, Sean. Um, Corbett eventually winning the race for Peter Jovanovic. Jumped really well, ran a time of 29 77 it was a new personal best for him too yeah he went really well for uh for peter we had him on the show last week um a bit of a a lucky charm i think coming on the dog cast yeah um so corbett uh, got the money uh, put um three wins together was undefeated through the series um really handy type um beautifully uh, um handled in the race uh was very professional began well uh, rolled his way towards the front. He does get off the rail a little bit, which was a bit of a concern if someone was able to um, get up on his inside. But he, he ultimately proved far too strong and a personal best in a, in a Group 3 final. Uh, you can't expect much more um, from the Greyhound. And, and the owners who are, are based in Victoria are very passionate people. Jess Hopkins was uh, there, one of, the, one of the part owners in the syndicate, spoke fantastically well after the race and what it meant to win this sort of race. And um, they're very active on Twitter yep. on our, and um, great supporters of our, of our Twitter feed. Mm. Uh, but it was great to see owners so ecstatic around a win like that and, and the dog did a fantastic job. Certainly did. And gee, I'd love to go back in all the episodes of the Dogcast this, this year, Sean, and uh, work out how many interviews we've had and, and how many of those interviews have resulted in wins because there's been quite a few well um interestingly enough uh, james in our marketing department who's our ace in there he had a bit of a look back and and this year i think Mm. we've had about 12 shows and seven of our guests effectively have won at their next start um here on the dog car so seven out of 12 that's pretty good odds 
All looming well for Bill Wodorczyk this <laughs> yes. week, that's for sure, when we chat to him a bit later on in the show. Righto, so Corbett won the final there, defeating Long Gallievi and Kisses for Chloe. Now, two two greyhounds that uh, probably didn't have much luck in the race, Sean Footright Fossey and uh, Miss Bella Wood, they drew poorly and they found bother on that first corner. Yeah, I think so. In, in a Group 3 final, the box draw is all important. In such an even field, Footright Fossey showed through the heat and semi-final that this greyhound's going to go on. It has great early speed, but Box, um, you know, drawn out wide drawn was wide. Uh, was a struggle for it. And Miss Bellawood, which made the trip across from Victoria, will probably will go back to Victoria now for Jeff Britton. Uh, again, a, a high class greyhound, but it, it's really hard when they, you know, the greyhounds run sub four fifty, you know, four forty five to the first mark, mm. and you're off the track. Um, but I think you'll find this series, the Brian Johnson series, throws up dogs. Um, that are really progressive types for the future. So I definitely think you'll see a lot of these dogs um, that made the final progress on and, and you know, hopefully in SA get to open company and be the, the, the best dogs in 12 months' time. And, and obviously if they venture across the border, um, certainly look for the SA bred dogs there. Yeah, he jumped really well, Corbett, leading throughout on that program last Thursday night, taking out our feature. Other highlights for me on the night, Sean Alfieri, who we're going to talk to Bill Wodorczyk a bit later on, uh, ran 29.51. Good to see this great hand running that sort of time again. Yeah, it's great to see him um, back and firing. He has an outstanding record. We'll, we'll touch more with Bill about Alfieri, but 29.51, they don't go much faster than that. He was a great effort, and, and uh, my bro rocks as well for mm. uh, one it's maiden in 29.70, being luckless here in SA um, for Ron Merch. Finally got, a, got into a race. He was able to lead, and 29.7 winning a maiden, they don't mm. go much faster. No, they don't. And American man, good to see him back in the winner's list too, because he sort of, uh, he started his career with a real bang. He defeated Kuro Lucy there last Thursday night, running 29.84. Not sure what happened to him, but from memory, was he in the Derby Heats, Sean? I think I might have saw him in the Derby Heats. Yeah, he was the only SA representative in the Derby in yeah. September. I know the Rasmussens have a really high opinion of this dog, and, and they were very keen to try and get this dog into the State of Origin Match Race Series, because mm. they believe one-on-one, mm. this dog has um, unbelievably good high speed. Um Again, really showed on Thursday night the true potential. Was dropping back to 600, so a wonderful training performance to get this dog um, to win in, in such a great fashion over the 5.15. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's still a young dog. I mean, he he's a progressive type. Yeah, he certainly is. He ran uh, very well there on Thursday night. Uh, Friday night, Sean, we had the Melbourne Cup. Um, I was over in Port Lincoln, obviously, calling the races. I was able to catch the Melbourne Cup final on the uh, the telly before we headed off on the plane. Whiskey Wright, great to see the Adelaide Cup form standing up pretty well. Whiskey Wright winning the eventual race, defeating Western Envoy and hooked on Scotch. Well, he was brilliant again. I think everyone wanted him to win. And at the top of the home straight, he was still some chance. Yeah, um, what a fantastic race it was. Um, best race of the of the year. I, I think the Adelaide Cup race is a, going to be a better race and probably the run of the year will come from that. Yeah. But definitely the Adelaide Cup form stacked up. Pretty proud about that. Those dogs have progressed and certainly Frank the form. Whiskey Riot, um, no longer a bridesmaid in these feature no. races. Got the job done. Um, Western Envoy and, as you said, hooked on Scotch. I mean, the... Uh, the amount of ability that dog has had is endless. I mean, he probably didn't deserve to run third based on the run no. that he had. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see where Jason Thompson goes with him. And, and you know, the run of the race clearly was Oakvale Beauty for the South Australians. SA yes. bred, um, SA owned for the Britons. She drew seven. What a fantastic effort she was. Um, she was able to get herself onto the rails, which is where she loves to be. And, gosh, she was just just 
off the pace there. She was sitting forth, just looking for a run. I mm. thought for a fraction of a moment there she could have speared through, but a great effort. She was 100 to 1. Yeah. Dollars. She was huge yep. odds and a massive run. Yeah, she certainly was. Uh, Whiskey Wright winning the, the Melbourne Cup. And Seneki, of course, c- uh, participated in that match race against Feral Frankie. It was a great little uh, event, I guess, on the night. Seneki was able to defeat Feral Frankie, which we'll talk to Bill a bit, a bit later on. But um, great initiative, too, there by Melbourne Greyhound Racing. Yeah, I think from a promotional point of view, um, they certainly added to the night by getting two of their greyhounds that really touched the hearts of of. Um, Greyhound enthusiasts around Australia to see Seneki against Feral Frankie. Normally, you mm. can't sort of match up dogs just like that. No. But the opportunity came and Sandown grabbed it. Um, Seneki, uh, once he led, he was always going to be very hard to beat. Feral Frankie, a good run, missed the kick. But Seneki, what a professional Greyhound this mm. dog is. And, and there's going to be bigger races again in line for him. I think he's heading up to Queensland uh, for the big races up there in um, late December, January. So we wish him well. But again, SA bred dogs doing fantastically well um, throughout Australia. Yep, certainly. So that was the week in review. That's thanks to Fresh Pet Food Co. Check them out. Fresh Pet Food Co. All one word. dot com. dot au. Now the kids are all at school. I was wanting a fur baby to keep me company, but we're always away during school holidays. Then one of the school mums told me about Gap SA's foster care program. <laughs> Not kids. That ship has sailed. Adorable retired greyhounds. They give unconditional love without back chat or needing extra pocket money. Now I'm the one getting pocket money. Yep, Greyhound Adoption Program SA give me everything I need, including a weekly payment. It's only a six-week commitment. Check it out. GapSA.org.au. Best thing I ever did. The Preview. Yeah, the preview this week brought to us each and every week by the SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Search at the Dogs SA. That's all you need to do. Jump on Twitter. Search at the Dogs SA. Toddy was on fire again last night. Shawnee tipped a $20 winner in race five at Angle Park. Amazing. Um, He's in rare form. I know last Wednesday he got a $26 winner. Last night a $20 win on the the tote. Um, He's pretty loyal with his tips as well. I mean, I know he does back up on a a few dogs. um, And surprisingly, they keep getting out in the market. And uh, the one he had last night um, got the blows and $20 on the tote. So I would... Keep following his tips, but also be mindful of what he has tipped in the past because yep. um, they, they always seem to bob up. Yeah, Tammy Parker there winning last night at Big Odds and, of course, always gamble responsibly. Uh, righto, let's have a look at the Doug Payne final on Thursday night. Sean, it's uh, brought together a terrific race. Um, Al Fieri is obviously going to jump the favourite, but Kurong Lucy, don't be surprised. Yeah, the Doug Payne for SA Bread Greyhounds, um, one of the, the feature races of the year. Um, it's the, the best SA bred dogs going around. And in past years, we've had the likes of, uh, well, Fabwick won it last year. Um, we've had um, Lionhearted in the past, Brute Bernard, fantastic dogs, cool, keep safe. Um, so there's been a lot of dogs with a lot of ability have won this race. And no doubt we've got a great lineup here. It's only a six dog field. Mm. But uh, as you mentioned, Alfieri um, could not have gone any better last week. 29.51 has drawn box two. Uh, Kurong Lucy, uh, she's uh, drawn box eight. She ran second last week, uh, beaten by American Man, as we discussed earlier in the show. But she was far from disgraced. Um, she kept coming on the line, and I really like that about her. I think she's mm. developing into a, a really outstanding greyhound, not just a speed greyhound, but she's showing a lot of bottom in her races. Um Clearly, I think they're the, they're the two main chances because either of those are likely to lead yeah. and, and whichever one of those leads will win. Um, 
it's still a great lineup with the likes of Gemtree Dynamo, sorry, Alinga Mao, Axel Footloose, which has been placed in, a, mm. in the Group 3 Gawler Cup, Alinga Jess, which made the Gawler Cup final. So it's a terrific lineup. Um, again, the start's going to be all important, as it is in all these feature races. Um, just the thing with Alfieri, every now and again, he can just sort of just miss it a little bit yep. every now and then. So I'm sort of leaning a little bit towards Kurong Lucy, maybe uh, pinging the start. She's pretty much bulletproof uh, mm. at the start, and Box 8 doesn't seem to worry her. Uh, I'm sort of banking on her being in front of Alfieri, but I do think it's going to be a great matchup uh, and one not to be missed on Thursday night. Yeah, race number six, the Doug Payne final there. Alfieri, no doubt, will jump favourite. Kurong Lucy looks the main danger. I think if there is going to be an upset, it potentially could come from Alinga Mao because we know he's best. I know he's ran 29.97, which is nowhere near as quick as Alfieri or Kurong Lucy, but... As we said, if they potentially half missed the start, Alinga Mount normally begins pretty well. So if he found the lead and there was bother, uh, he might be hard to catch out in front. But he's going to have to probably be three or four lengths clear down the back to try and hold off the likes of Alfieri and Kurong Lucy. But I think of what we saw last week, Sean, Alfieri is going to be mighty hard to beat. But if he misses it, Kurong Lucy's got a big chance. Yeah, absolutely. One not to miss. And also Gemtree Dynamo as well. Mm. What a great record this dog has from Box 1. It's been drawing Box 1 recently. It's won 9 of 17. Loves the rails. So, again, like all these feature races, you look a little bit deeper in the race and, and with a little bit of trouble with the main yeah. chances, anything can bob up and win and, and certainly would be a worthy winner of the Doug Payne, which is obviously named in in recognition of one of the actual stars of, of Greyhound Racing for, for many years. He's one of the only um, three Hall of Famers that uh, is in the GCA Hall of Fame for South Australia, uh, a fantastic trainer in his day, and, and certainly um, was a dominant figure in the you know seventies and eighties, yeah. and, and certainly his name resonates throughout the industry. Yeah, very well respected was Doug Payne there. Uh, that of course, the Doug Payne SA bred feature on Thursday night. Uh, what did you like for the program there, Sean? It's uh, obviously what have we got a twelve race program, the first time to go local time Thursday night at six thirty seven. Yeah, well, I think it's a really wide open card. My best, I'm going to look towards race eight, number eight, two times twice for Ben Rawlings. Uh, first up in SA from WA last week uh, was a really solid effort in coming from midfield to run second behind Alfieri. Alfieri was off and gone two times twice, did a really good job to get into second. Meets a, a slightly weaker field here. It's a mixed graded event. Drawn box eight. He's got a good record from box 80s. I think he's won three of six from the wide draw. So going to benefit from the run, begin a little bit better. He's got two really smart beginners on his, on his inside, Uptime Girl and Tornado Alley. So I think he'll get a nice card across and uh, hopefully be too strong at the end. Race 8, number 8. Race 8, number 8. I'm going to try race 10, number 2, Herculean. I tipped him last week. Footrod Fossey, no doubt, will jump favourite because... Uh, I just wonder about Footrot Fossey. We saw it last week, just sort of half missed the kick in that feature final last Thursday, copped a bit of interference. I'm going to take it on Thursday night and go with Herculean, a dog that has ran 30.07, nowhere near as quick as Footrot Fossey, but I just feel he's going to lob in a handy position and we know he's going to get home hard. And at a bit of a price, I'm going to take on Footrot Fossey there Thursday night, race 10, number two. Herculean for me at a price. Um, Sean, it's, as I said, a 12-race card. Looking forward to the action there on Thursday. Tell us about the Mount Gambier and Warrnambool Border Challenge coming up. Yeah, so we had heats uh, at Mount Gambier Sunday week ago and got uh, uh, 
four qualifiers through, Flash Jackie, um, One Try Express, Galactic Mojo and Galactic Titan. And last Thursday night, um, Warnable had their qualifiers with Electrifiable, Super Panda, Discovery Lad and Aston Sultan qualifying. Uh, they are all in a final this Thursday night at Warnable. It's a $4,000 um, first place. We're a real chance in this one. Mm. Um uh, again, our dogs are more open company. The Warnable Dogs Grade 5. It's just to try to get a, a different mix of dogs and, you know, make it sort of um, a really even contest. And I think the Mount Gambier Greyhounds, or representing Mount Gambier, have a real chance here against the Victorians. Um, great concept by Mount Gambier and Warnable to come up with this idea. And I think we mentioned last week on the Dogcast that... Um, these sorts of initiatives, mm. uh, creating the real interest in greyhound racing, is going to uh, continue, I think. Yep. Um, and it's a credit to both Mount Gambier and Warrnambool to look at this, this sort of series and have some joint collaboration. We we have fantastic collaboration with Victoria. We have it with the State of Origin, and they, mm. they give uh, opportunities for us to run on Angle Park on a Friday night for Adelaide Cup. Um, they gave up the spot for the top gun for hooked on scotch like we did for the adelaide cup for hooked on scotch mm, who won mm. so i mean i think there's a real cross-border uh, affinity with the, definitely the two states and across australia the national straight track championship we have uh, murray bridge Hillsville and Cabalabar. Yep. We had that run a few months ago and that'll continue on. So great initiative by these country clubs. We wish the qualifiers all the very best and obviously we want the South Australian uh, Warnable, uh, sorry, Cambia representatives to be winning on Thursday night. Yeah, great initiative. Only Warnable, only a couple of hours down the road from Mount Gambia, of course. We get a lot of uh, greyhounds travel from Warnable to Mount Gambia to race and likewise we go down there a bit too. So Looking forward to seeing what unfolds there. I think an interesting race on Thursday night, Sean, just touching on it before we wrap up the preview, is the staying event. Um, later in the program, Sir Truculent's going to go around a short price favourite. He was beaten as a short price favourite last week. Um, I think he's starting to come back to the pack a little bit. He, he was flying there for a while. Um, Beckham Express obviously goes pretty well in that race. And Salgrave's Bindi starting to hit her form. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, Sir Truculent... He's a dog that can probably find a little bit of trouble mm. in its races. Need a touch of luck. He's a 43-4 dog, or he has shown that in the past. So he'll no doubt be a short price favourite. My boy being a real favourite because he gets back and mm. charges home. And it was really great to see Salgrave's Bindi um, back in near her best form. Yes. She did represent South Australia at the Nationals. Um, she's... She's better than a one-pace type. She's mm. hard to beat, and she's getting back to, as you said, something like her best. Dashing Mickey, uh, you'd love to see him produce it because over the short course, he, he, he over the 500, the he drops out the back and yeah. always charges home. So you'd love to see him really progress um, as a stayer. Beckham Express, a new one into the Troy Murray camp. Mm. Uh, Karana Blue for John Gale. Again, I, I don't think a, a, a placing is probably as best as Karana Blue, but you never know with a bit of luck. Mm. But what we are finding with these staying events, they're well represented um, by our trainers who, who and the we know the fans love the stayers. Um, they get to see them go around the winning post a, yeah. a couple of times. Um, so Thursday night, one of the better races, and it kicks off the quaddies, so a really good race. Yep, looking forward to seeing that. And, of course, the Doug Payne feature on Thursday night. That was our preview, and, of course, that is all thanks to the SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Check out at the Dogs SA and get on board, and, as always, gamble responsibly. The Interview. Yeah, the interview this week, Bill Wodorczyk's about to join us on the program and he's about to have a chat about Alfieri and all things greyhound racing in South Australia. Good morning to you, Bill. 
Good morning, Tim. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for joining us. You've got Sean Matheson here and myself, uh, Tim Edwards. Um, look, Bill, uh, let's first of all touch on our Fieri. Uh, a big race uh, last Thursday night. Was able to clock some time too, 29.51. Got on the bunny. The good boy. <laughs> he certainly was. He was back to his best, wasn't he? He's won his last two now, coming off that win at Murray Bridge two starts ago. Um, what are you expecting Thursday night? Are you expecting him to charge out and find the lead? Not really sure. Um, gee, it'd be nice if he jumped as well as he did last Thursday night. But but he's well drawn down there. Just depends what Kurong Lucy does from box eight, I suppose. Yeah, how quick can he go, Bill? Uh, well... That's the quickest he went last week. Mm. I'm not sure where the ceiling is. Okay, all right. Did he have an injury a little while ago, Bill? Or is he just a bit off his game there for a while? Because leading into the Adelaide Cup Series, he was sort of taking his spot there right towards the the heats and that. But um, did something go wrong with him there along the way? Uh, Yeah, it certainly did. He... uh he must have stepped in a hole at the straight track at Angle Park where I gallop, gallop him. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> he injured, uh, injured his bicep, so he couldn't take his place. Right, yeah, because I remember going back to, uh, I think it was late August, I was chatting to a couple of people and somebody asked me, well, who's our best sprinter right now? I said, well, probably Alfieri, because he was flying at that stage. Yeah, he was. I was disappointed. Uh, I'd love to be in an Adelaide Cup with him, but didn't happen. No. Did he always show you ability, Bill, from day one? Um, wasn't the best of them, but um, the the bitch Gwydion, mm. she was winning all the the uh, trials when I trialled the three of them together. She was the outstanding one, and he was he was second cab off the rank. Mm. But he surprised me by winning his maiden first up, beating beating the other two. Yeah, and he kept he kept on improving. Mm. Good chaser and uh, good field sense. Yeah, he does. He does everything right at the moment. And uh, looking at it on paper, he looks very hard to beat Thursday night. Yeah, what will be will be. I suppose uh, mm. it'd be nice to win. Yeah. What about last Friday night? What did you get up to? Did you sit back and watch uh, Seneki go around, or did you head over to Victoria and watch him? No, I watched the Melbourne Cup night at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a nice promotion by Sandown. I wasn't expecting um, him to be in a match race and wasn't sure what he could do against Feral Frankie. But once he pinged and got a good break, well, it's going to be hard to, hard to catch. Yeah, the best eighty chance there was going around last Friday night, I think, once he led. Yeah, so they say. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't that confident before the race, though. No. And, of course, you bred Seneca. You, you part on him. He's given you a great ride, hasn't he, Bill? It's been a dream, Tim, really. Mm. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess what's the plan with him now? I think Stephen White is going to take him to Brisbane for their summer carnival. They've got a couple of big races there starting in mid-December to early January, I think. The Golden Ticket or the Golden Bullion, uh, big races. So the best dogs in Australia will be there for that. Mm. That's the plan anyway. Well, we know, Bill, that he, he does love um, Albion Park. He's had great success there. So no doubt he'll be one of the main contenders through that series. Um, 
Seneki and a much lauded um, litter is this one by Rhonda Rocks that has Alfieri, Gwydion. And another one I just wanted to touch on, Red Rock. It was great to see Red Rock, which we um, were fortunate enough to see Red Rock through his early campaign here in SA. Um, but it was good to see him back in the winner's circle at Sandown on Sunday because he's a dog that... I think has an, an awful lot of ability and, and could also go, um, you know, to group level at some point. Uh, yeah, hi, uh, Sean, thanks. <laughs> um, Red Rock, uh, yeah, he's got a lot of ability. He's not far behind Seneki, but he, he's uh, he's a bit tardy to the first turn and knows how to find trouble. He, he's been smashed a few times around the first turn. So <clears throat> I think it was a logical step put him in a 5.95 the other day, pinged to the lead, and, and he ran good time. Do, do you think that um, Steve's got a few, obviously got Gwydion and, and Red Rock over there in Victoria, do you think that uh, they'll get up to Queensland with Seneki for the, the big race? I know there's some other, um, like a 600 metre feature race up there. Do, are we likely to see them in Queensland as well? I honestly don't know, but I know the plan for Gwydion is to try and step her up to 700 to see if she can run 700. So the sale cup might be on the agenda. Mm. Okay, well, that's that's on, on Boxing Day, so the heats will be the week before that. So it'll be really exciting to see um, her progression. She's got a great record over the, uh, I think, the 595, and she's shown here at Angle Park when, and when she's been here, she's won over 600. She's got gr- great race sense, hasn't she? Yeah, she just she needs a little bit of luck. That that fall that she had in the Hume Cup didn't help her confidence. So so I was pleased with her run last Sunday when when she got beaten in real good time at Sandown over five fifteen. So fingers crossed with her, she can find trouble too. Bill, take us back to Adelaide Cup night. Um, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> Leading up towards the home corner, I bet you were getting a little bit confident because you loomed up as if you were going to win the Adelaide Cup this year. No, I wasn't confident on the home turn. Uh, he, uh, When you watch his races, just before the the trip, he, he sticks his left foot out. Mm-hmm. You can see it in the boxes, and he jumps. It was noisy that night. He missed the kick. I didn't think he could lead Whiskey Riot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, on the home turn, I was I was hoping. Yeah. I was, look- I was looking at Hooked on Scotch, actually. Great call, Tim. No, no. Thank you, Bill. Um, I had in my mind... He a- me down. He ran over the top of them. <laughs> he certainly did. I, I had in my mind at the top of the home straight, I'd better come up with a line for Seneki because he looked the winner in my eyes and then all of a sudden... To everybody's disbelief, um, Hooked on Scotch just uh, showed what an absolute star he is being able to chase down the likes of Seneki and, uh, and Whiskey Ride. It was a fabulous race, wasn't it? Oh, best Adelaide Cup I've seen. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of the Pity best. we didn't win it. Yeah, it's, it's one of the best. It takes me back to the old Skull Murphy, El Gallo days. Uh, that was a great race too, many years ago. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, and had everybody talking. So, uh, listen, uh, Bill, thanks for joining us on the Dogcast. We wish you the best of luck with Alfieri and, and everything that goes well with Seneki along the way. It's been a great ride so far, and uh, hopefully the success continues. Thanks, Tim and Sean. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. Uh, I need to thank Ron Merch. Mm-hmm. He's the owner of Ronda Rocks for allowing me to train her initially mm-hmm. and then allowing me to 
breed with her. So a lot of thanks goes to Ron. Well said. Thanks, Bill. Right. Thanks, Bill. Thank you very much. Thanks, Bill. Bill Wadorchik there. Sean, our special guest on the Dogcast this week. He's uh, had some great success over the years. He certainly has over the time that he's been involved in uh, breeding and training, etc. along the way. So uh, that, of course, ends the Dogcast this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back on our final show for the year, Sean. It's December the 17th to preview the Kate's A Scandal Christmas Sprint at Angle Park. That's all coming up in the next couple of weeks here on the Dogcast. Thanks for joining us.